Welcome to the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and I'm sharing how unconscious reprogramming helped me eliminate my own misophonia after more than 20 years of suffering. I'm also sharing how I support my clients using the same tools and modalities to help them lessen trigger sounds, alleviate the suffering they experience from misophonia, and create more joy in their lives. My degree in communication, coupled with my training and certification in working with the unconscious mind, creates a coaching environment with a unique approach to get you results. So with that being said, let's dive into the show. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the pod podcast. I feel I feel almost like imposter syndrome saying welcome to the pod. I feel like maybe I'm not cool enough for that. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I am happy to be here and today's episode is going to be another kind of little free coaching session. And so again, this is an episode where if you want to fully engage with the coaching session, I encourage you to listen to this podcast episode not while you're driving. So if you typically listen while you're driving, this will be an episode where you'll want to save it for later and listen when you're in, you know, a safe, quiet space where you can really engage because we are going to be doing kind of like a quick little meditation today. And what encouraged me to record this podcast episode and to do this little coaching session is because of an article that recently came out by USA Today, and it was about misophonia. And I'll link to the the article in the show notes if you want to read it. And there were a couple of points in this article that I, I talked to on my Instagram and I shared with my clients and my email list. And I'm really grateful that this article was published because ultimately it's bringing more attention and awareness to misophonia. And that's a good thing because it can help us to also spread awareness of what you can do to lessen the suffering that you experience through misophonia. And so I'm very grateful that more and more people are starting to learn about what this is, especially people who maybe experience it but don't actually have a word for it or thought that they were alone. And now discovering that there are other people who experience this, it gives them hope, it gives them a community. And I'm just really excited about that. And so overall, there were a lot of points in this article that I thought were really great. The one thing with the article that I did kind of what's the word I'm looking for? Not take issue with, but disagreed isn't even the right the right word. Just one of the things that didn't really vibe with me, I guess, is how heavily misophonia was tied to identity in this article. So really tying it to the identity of the person who's experiencing it. Words are really, really powerful and they can be discouraging or they can be empowering or they can be neutral. When we say things like, I have misophonia, We make the pattern of misophonia or the experience of misophonia who we are. And so I talked about in my previous podcast episode, if you haven't given it a listen, I encourage you to go back, especially if you're in the car, that would be a good episode to start with and then come back to this one when you're in a space when you can really engage. I talked about in that last episode how unconscious mind doesn't really like to willingly engage in change, even good change can be seen as scary because unconscious mind is wired for survival. So even if you're experiencing discomfort, if your basic fundamental needs are met, like you have food, water, safety, 
unconscious mind isn't really going to go out of its way to step outside of your comfort zone for self-development. And so even though misophonia feels really not great, it feels uncomfortable. Mind is like, we're surviving, we're fine. Why would we make any changes? And so you might experience some resistance in your journey to clearing up your misophonia. And so when we tie misophonia so heavily to our identity, then when we engage in the work to clear it or reduce the suffering that we experience, we're even more resistant to that work and to that change because then it feels like we're going to lose a part of who we are. So you may see people who've been married for a really long time and then they're going through a divorce and they feel like they're losing their other half, right? Because they've this marriage and this other person is such a part of their identity. And so it's so much greater than just ending a relationship. It really feels like part of them is is dying or part of they're losing a part of, of themselves. And the same thing can happen when we make misophonia at the core who we are when we tie it to our identity. It can make that work even trickier. It can make the unconscious mind even more resistant because your mind doesn't want to sacrifice or sacrifice or what's the word I'm looking for? Sacrifice or maybe endanger is the word I'm looking for, a part of who you are, who you are, because it's focused again on your safety. And so just a simple shift in language from I have misophonia to this is something I experience can really make a difference because when you detach it from who you are and your personality and your core, which of course misophonia is not who you are, when you make that distinction, then engaging in that work to reprogram the unconscious mind becomes a bit easier. And so today I want to just walk you through a really quick coaching session. And like I said, we're going to be engaging in a, a quick meditation here. So again, if you're driving, operating heavy machinery, I encourage you to come back to this episode when you are in a safe, quiet space because you don't want to try to be doing two things at once. So go ahead and if you need to pause this, pause this, whatever you need, just allow yourself to get really comfortable. Maybe take a couple of deep breaths in and out, just really allowing yourself to get comfortable. Once you're comfortable and it feels good, go ahead and allow your eyes to close. Go ahead and just allow your eyes to close. And as your eyes are closing, they're resting. And as they're resting, you are resting. Go ahead and take another deep breath in. And breathe out, thinking the word release. Go ahead and take another deep breath in. And out, thinking the word release. And notice with each breath, you find yourself returning more and more to your center, to your core, every breath. And just keep breathing in and release, turning more 
and more to center. And as you return to your center, your mind is bringing to the surface right now something that brings you immense joy. Something that just fills you with so much joy and happiness and this overwhelming sense of gratitude. Maybe it's an experience, a thing, a place, whatever it is, really lean into that joyful, light, amazing energy. Just allow this joy and this light and this energy, it's filling you up now from your toes all the way up out into your fingertips, all the way to the top of your head, just radiating in and all around you, this amazing energy, this amazing light filling you up. Just really soak up this light, this energy that's radiating from deep within your center and filling up your entire body with this amazing energy. Knowing that you can tap into and return to your center whenever you'd like. Go ahead and just take a moment, just sit with this energy, feel this stillness, this calmness from your center. And when you're ready, as you're hearing my voice, returning now to the present moment, counting down from three, feeling more alert, and two, allowing your eyes to open gently, and one, returning back to this moment with me. And I'll ask you now, and, and take a second to, to pause this, this episode if you'd like, how, how was that experience for you? What did you notice in terms of thought? What did you notice in terms of feeling? How was that exercise for you? And know that that joy, that light, that energy, that is who you are. At your center, at your core, that is who you are. You are not a... You're not an attitude, you're not a feeling, you're not a, a thought or a set of beliefs. You are at your center, at your very core, that light and that beautiful, calming energy. We experience so many things in our day-to-day -day lives. We're human beings, so we have all kinds of experiences. Some feel good, some feel bad, some feel neutral. They aren't who you are, though. They're something that you get to experience. And if you're ever feeling 
overwhelmed or frustrated or sad or angry or you just don't know what you're feeling, you can always just close your eyes, take some deep breaths in and out and return to center, return to that light, return to that energy. No one can ever take that away from you. You're always able to tap in and return to that place. And so when you are deciding what it is that you want to do, I love, we talked about this in a previous episode, I love to ask myself that question, is this useful? So when you're thinking about the work to clear up misophonia, for example, asking yourself, is this work, it may seem scary, maybe I experienced some resistance to this. Is this work though? Is it going to be useful for me? Is it going to allow me to create more of that light and that joy and that peace and that amazing energy? So think about this. Let's say in credit where credit is due, this is this is all credit to, to Dr. John Connolly, who founded Rapid Resolution Therapy. Think about if you have a friend who every weekend, every Saturday comes over to your house and then the two of you go out for coffee, you share stories, you laugh, you cry, you're just best friends and every weekend you like to meet up and connect with each other. Well, one day your friend comes up to your door and they are missing their right thumb. So they've always had all 10 digits, but now this weekend they come to your door and they're missing their right thumb. Would you look at this person and say, oh, well, I guess we can't go out for coffee anymore. This isn't my friend. I don't know who this person is. Of course not. You'd probably ask them like, oh, what happened? Are you okay? But certainly you wouldn't decline to go out for coffee with them just because they're missing their thumb. And that's because your friend isn't a thumb. Your friend isn't a hand. Your friend isn't an arm or a leg. Your friend is that amazing energy and light at their core. And of course, they have all of these unique experiences and beliefs and thoughts that draw you two together and you share your life experiences with each other. And it's something really beautiful. It's this amazing friendship. You are not a thumb or a hand or a thought even. You have these things. They're very useful. Thank goodness we have thumbs. They're amazing. They help us open up all of our Amazon packages. (laughs) Thumbs are amazing. It's amazing that we have thoughts and that we can use those thoughts to generate things into our reality. We can have a thought of, wouldn't it be nice to have a huge skyscraper here? And then we can build it. That building started with a thought. And then we put that thought into motion to create cities and communities and organizations. You're listening to this podcast because someone had a thought of, Wouldn't it be nice if we were able to record our voices and share that recording? We have these things and they allow us to create amazing things. And also, you are not these things. They are something you can experience and create. And at your center, at your core, you are that place of peace, that place of stillness, that place of calm and light and energy. And it's always there for you to tap into, for you to share. We've talked about that ripple effect, the butterfly effect. Every 
little thing you do, even if you can't see it, even if you never know it, it causes these really beautiful ripple effects. And so you tapping into that center, you tapping into that light and that energy and you sharing that with others around you has these beautiful ripple effects in ways that you may see and in ways you may never know. And that's really, really cool. So I really encourage you as you are continuing in your journey and lessening the the suffering that you've experienced from misophonia, I really encourage you to notice, just kind of observe in your everyday language, where are you really tying your identity to things that you don't want to necessarily experience or things that you don't want to call in more of? So it may not just be, oh, I have misophonia, shifting that to I, I experience this. It could be so many things. There's so many ways that we tie these frequencies and these energies and these things that we don't want to experience, how we tie them to our identity and we claim them. And so as we work to reprogram them, as we work to make a different choice, it becomes more challenging because it feels like we're losing a part of who we are. And so we, when we can turn inward and access that safety and that light and recognize that that is who we are at our core, at our center, it then makes that self-development and that progress a bit easier. So thank you for allowing me to share this with you. Thank you for engaging in this coaching session with me. And again, if you haven't yet listened to the previous podcast episode, Healing is Not Linear, I highly encourage you to go back and give that one a listen. I think I recorded that for my clients and also for all of you listening, whether you've worked with me or not. And I think it's a really beautiful message that is very encouraging. So go take a listen to that. And of course, if you are interested in learning more about what it's like to work with me, what is unconscious programming, how can it help you lessen the suffering you've experienced from misophonia, you can now access the recording of the Roadmap to Misophonia Relief Masterclass. The link is in the show notes. When you purchase your ticket to the recording, not only will you get the recording of the masterclass, You'll also get the recording of the Q&A session that I did and some very good questions were asked by those who attended. So you definitely want to get answers there because if they're thinking it, you might be too. So you'll get the recording to that. And then there's also some additional resources inside the portal that you'll also get when you sign up. So you get an EFT workbook and then I'll be adding some additional resources in there as well, including a really beautiful meditation called Uh, return to center meditation. It's similar to what we did today, but it goes a little bit deeper and yeah, you'll get access to all that fun stuff. So click the link in the show notes. You can get access to the recording in the portal there and you keep access to that forever. So thank you so much for tuning into this shorter episode today. We are back with our regularly scheduled Monday episodes of the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast, and I will catch you in the next episode. 